recording oh we are live well you guys already know what it is you know what i mean by live anyway though welcome to another episode of versus unlimited of course i am your humble and gracious host j versus okay man welcome to episode nine right yeah episode nine we getting back into the swing of things shout out to everybody that is returning shout out to any new listeners you know shout out to everybody that is listening to the audio and shout out to the people that are watching the video okay all right and you guys see behind me you already know what it is come back part two violence that's out right now it's been out for the last uh few days last few days we dropped it on the fourth best rap song of 2022 facts facts i say that with my whole chest anyway though we got some stuff to unpack here man we got some stuff to unpack in this episode here today so first off yo i want to kind of get into uh my activities from last night uh me and my girlfriend you know mrs versus and uh the rest of the in-laws Okay, we went and finally saw the Woman King. Okay, now if you guys do do know or have known, or maybe if you don't know, maybe you just live under a rock and you're not really connected like that into what's going on. But whatever the case is, the Woman King has been a movie that was released under heavy scrutiny very quickly um people trying to tie the movie up into some controversy um it is a movie that's starring uh john boyega uh if you know who john boyega is he played in star wars okay his character sucked i'm just gonna say his character was finn in star wars and it sucked it was terrible he was very limited he was pretty much left to like be a bumbling idiot so which was really sad because john boyega's got some real actor like chops i like john boyega man he's a real one he's like like a real one okay you know like he is about the culture all right he's he's about culture and on top of that yo dude can really act man so i'm actually really loving the fact that he's finally broken away from star wars and disney and all their tyranny of just ruining everything that you like about your childhood okay and uh yeah he's actually showcasing you know his acting skills that he really does have man dude is cool and also viola davis as well she's starring in that as well as of course the other well really the main act she's the the protagonist of uh of this film and i gotta say what a fucking great movie what a great watch okay like objectively speaking just just from casting to writing good writing um good plot and uh yeah man just just overall just as a black man okay I felt good leaving the theater. I felt good being in the theater while watching it. Um, yeah, pacing was really good. You know, it didn't feel like it dragged on because uh, it was a pretty long movie. Like we got the movie. I think the movie started at like a little bit bef- roughly before 11 p.m. And then we didn't get out until like 1.30, I think. So, yeah, it, it was it was a uh, lengthy one, but it, it the pacing was not that bad. It really flowed very well. So. Uh, all around really good um but addressing the controversy 
that was surrounding the uh release you know this was based off of a true true events or, or well kind of so true events of just a real historic uh figures so to speak um the daihomi and uh just a lot based around the time period of the daihomi and how a lot of african tribes were involved into to the the slave trade you know if you know your history if you don't but a lot of you know i know it's it's it said the europeans and everybody oh yeah they came over to africa and they just took you know africans from africa which is true they did they did take some but some were actually sold by africans okay so yes it's no secret um if you didn't know it's no secret that there are a lot of african tribes and you know that had their hand in the slave trade and was involved selling you know the brothers and sisters for menial goods like umbrellas like it's crazy i just found out that yo you could get 40 slaves for like one umbrella bro one umbrella one one umbrella you can get 40s people that's insane but nonetheless that is a part of uh of our history right and yeah man it this was around the time where the Dahomey tribe they, where they were finding themselves in a very interesting crossroads where they have a new king and of course the old regime was down to sell slaves you know they were down they they was cool with that that was the tradition that was how they were getting their fortune and 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 getting their goods and products and things like that you know by being in business with the europeans uh with the slave trade and um yeah yeah so it was a very interesting point in in time for you know the dahomey tribe at that time and you know of course and it unfolds and i'm not trying to, i'm not trying to say too much because the movie is still fairly new it's only been out for like i think like a couple of weeks or so so you know the movie is still fairly fresh you guys should go see it it's a great fantastic watch and again also you got to remember this is is still a film at the end of the day there's still has to be an entertainment factor in it and some things are going to be exaggerated or omitted and and that that th to address the controversy with the film people people the headlines or or the the hot takes was that oh this movie is somehow romanticizing the dahomey tribe who sold black people sold their own people sold sold their own african brothers and sisters to europeans selling out pretty much and um yeah yeah that that was true that they were but as far as seeing the movie myself because i didn't really buy into i really didn't care you know but i don't know where the narrative started that this movie or this film is romanticizing it but it it really isn't okay if you really watch the film there's no such as romanticizing about their part playing in selling their you know their people there's there's no romanticizing now 
you know, is there some kind of like fantastical uh positioning happening and 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 you know positioning of them being heroes or and and being you know triumphant and 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 being celebrated well yeah in a sense because at the end of the day this deal is a film and it does need to sell you know but it's not like the film hid away or tried to ultimately not hold the Dahomey tribe accountable for their part played in the slave trade. That's not, that's not what happened. That's not how this film unfolded. You know, I was waiting for where, but it was, it was mentioned and it was not, and not even an undertone. It was pretty much the part of the general plot, you know, that, yeah, we we fucked up literally we we're fucked up like this is fucked up what we're doing they've said that multiple times this is this is wrong and kind of tired of doing this is like what what are we doing we need to choose what direction we're going in you know especially with this new king coming in you know it was just it was it was it was a very human human conscious and aware film you know like it's like, yeah, because that's kind of the kind of the uh, realistic view of what it is to to have a kingdom, right? Um, and I feel like, yeah, me and me and me and my girlfriend kind of talked about this, and I've made this point um, because I do remember her and and I having a conversation about um, oh, women being in power because she made a, a statement saying that if women were in power in you know the times of building of humanity things would be very different and i was on the position of i know i don't really think so and there is a point to this where i'm getting off on this tangent i'm trying to make a correlation um i don't think so i said i don't think so because do you know what it takes to garner wealth to garner you know, to, to, to build an empire or, or just to, to keep a, a small tribe of people alive. That's a lot of heavy responsibility and a lot of decisions need to be made. And, and we, we went back and forth for a while and I pretty much summed it up very well to where she saw my point of that. I don't think it would be very different if women were in power versus men being in power, because, you know, she was claiming men are very responsible for war. And I'm just like, well, war is political. You know, you don't go to war just to go to war. You go to war for a reason, whether it's for mainly, mainly war happens because of resources, you know, resources and all kinds of things that add. So I'm just like, how are women void of, of that? Because, you know what that you think women are going to find a, a more diplomatic way which that's not realistic um it's idealistic not realistic though because i gave up the example of what was I, what did i say i gave the example of like a river you know river of water right so say you're a woman and you are in charge of keeping your city or tribe of people you know, fed and hungry and taken care of. You are the ruler. You're the runner. You're the you're the chief head of state. All that stuff. And say that another tribe or city, you know, the the 
water is controlled or the water source is more upstream to that you know city and say i don't know say if they do something maybe they build a dam or maybe they blocked it off and it cuts off water down further stream from your people so you go up to this city and you're like hey can can you guys unblock the water so we can get water down here because my people we don't have no water and okay it's like yeah idealistically say those people are like yeah sure or what if they say fuck you okay like no fuck you fuck your people okay this is our water all right it's not my problem that you built your city or your or establish your tribe further downstream that's not my problem sorry fuck your people they're gonna die all the kids fuck them kids <laughs> you know what i'm saying like they're gonna die um and it's like okay at that point you got to make a decision as a leader it's like dang am i just gonna be like wow can't believe they didn't do that oh we i guess my people are gonna die or you gonna be like now fuck that we gotta go to all right we gonna have to kill you then it's like war (laughs) you know what i'm saying we're gonna fight over this water you feel me so yeah man pretty much that long wrong long detour to get to my whole point is yeah when you are in a position of leadership you make a lot of fucking bad decisions not great decisions in favor of your people i I don't know people have this very um they have this very like idealistic um fairy tale kind of rose tinted color glasses uh lenses that they see through about how things work but shit gotta things are not gonna work out perfectly a lot of things you gotta have to especially when you're you're responsible for a lot of people so what i'm saying is is that although the dahomey tribe are one of the tribes that did involve themselves in selling the brothers and sisters you know in, in the slave trade but you know you just you sometimes shit you have to make certain decisions and and shit happens and you make bad decisions and it's kind of like you know it, it just it's it's messy man building empires building civilizations is messy you, you're like the united states is, is no different you know what i'm saying like the united states is there's like you think there's no blood on the united states hands i mean we all know that right i mean literally the settlers that came to america took it from the indians like i don't i don't i don't know what else to to really say you know it's pretty much self-explanatory so you know with all that being said anyway though yeah the movie was good i the country it doesn't it didn't deserve that controversy the movie was good i enjoyed it it was a very good film um viola davis absolutely smashed her role as a as a woman king you know and um yeah it's a great film and the action scenes are great um not too much cgi i really appreciated that i really appreciated that i really appreciated not too too many digital effects everything seemed very more practical you know practical effects um i like the fact that uh it seems like they shot everything on location um especially the battle scenes um like it is great man you know this is no movie review i'm just uh 
I'm just, uh, you know, just giving my overall kind of like feedback and reaction to the film. It's a good film, man. Um, you guys should watch it. Don't listen to the narrative of, of oh, it it romanticizes uh, uh, black people selling other black people. There, there's no romanticizing as whatsoever about it. You know, it it addresses the issue pretty much the entire way through the film. You know, there's no romanticizing happening about black people selling black people that there's no none of that so um it's really sad to see that that is the narrative surrounding this film but i i hope that people as they continue to watch it that of course that narrative is going to be completely uh dismantled once you actually sit down and watch the film so Anyway, though, great job to them. Great job. Shout out to Viola Davis. Shout out to uh, John Boyega. He played a really good king. His um, afro was very unrealistically moisturized. Okay. Um, I just have a hard time to believe that, um, you know, like, a, a, a you know, a black guy back in those times, like, afro would be looking so curly and, 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 and lush. It's just, I, I don't, I got a hard time believing that, man. But then again, he was a king, so can't have no dusty looking king, I guess. But moving on, moving on to to the uh, main course of this, uh, this podcast, man. Candace Owens. If you're watching on the uh, video, you guys can see right here. You got Candace Owens, Kanye West. Or yay, formerly Kanye was. Now he is yay. Ah man, so I I didn't even know this was a thing. I'm not even gonna lie until my my girlfriend said something about, oh, did you see Kanye White Lives Matter shirt? And I'm just like, White Lives Matter shirt. Like, what? Why would Kanye be wearing a White Lives Matter shirt? And then. Yeah, it's just she pretty much just put me on on it and what's going on. I'm just like, oh, Kanye. Which I'm 100% sure that nobody has not heard about this, but because white, white media is all over this. And we're going to take a look at these, uh, some of these interviews that uh, Ye is doing. But um, yeah, like, yeah, when I heard about this, I was just like, uh, I just, I was like, okay, what? Okay, I'm not even surprised. Anything Kanye does or, or Yay, all right, does does not surprise me. All right, it really doesn't. I'm not shocked anymore at this point. But yeah, Candace Owens and Kanye West are just going around wearing these White Lives Matter shirts. He's like make it's like a part of his Yeezy uh, fashion line. So he's actually trying to profit off of this stuff uh it's it's um it's messy man i don't know what to make heads or tail of it but all i know is is that it's pretty it's pretty fucked up you know what i'm saying like from the surface level scope it's really messed up you know but really honestly not because like kanye is is clearly you know he's bipolar and things like that not be not the simple fact of writing him off as a that it's just that Bro, Kanye has done so much, <clears throat> excuse me, Kanye has done so much, like, polarizing stuff. It's kind of like, 
why are we even shocked anymore? Why? Like, I thought people should have just went ahead and completely stopped taking Kanye seriously when he popped up with the with the with the make a make America great again hat and he's sitting there smiling with uh, Trump. You know, at the end of the day, he grown man. He can do what he want. Like Kanye doesn't affect my life. But um, yeah, I just I don't see why people are getting why are people offended? Why are people shocked? Why are we shocked anymore, bro? Like after the Trump thing, after pretty much the entire like 20 after the last like 10 years of Kanye and, and the things he's done, it's kind of like, bro, it's like, what, what are we shocked about anymore? That's just kind of where I'm at with it. But um, yeah, we're going to listen to Candace Owens. She uh, uploaded some video on her YouTube channel. Uh, yeah, 28 minutes. Of course, we're not going to react to like a whole 28 minutes of this. But yeah, we're going to look at it. So let's see, let's see what she got to say. Oh, hold up. T-shirts last right. night at his Yeezy season nine show here there in Paris. Go. I'm still in Paris. Here is the shirt, by the way. If you're listening, you can probably find it anywhere online. It seems we broke the internet, but if you're watching, here it is. The notorious white lot here in back. Paris. I'm still in Paris. Here is the shirt, by the way. If you're listening, you can probably find it anywhere online. It seems we broke the internet, but if you're watching, here it is. The notorious white lives matter shirt which has inspired a meltdown, a breakdown for some people. I think my question is, why? Why did this T-shirt or our T-shirts inspire such a meltdown for so many people? I'm going to talk to you about the breakfast that I just had with Ye and some further remarks that he made on his Instagram. All that and more today on Candace Owens. has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau uh, t-shirt that says White Lives Matter. We wore this for his Yeezy Season 9 fashion show here in Paris. And people are upset. They're very upset about that. They're going, why on earth? How could you? How dare you wear this shirt? How dare you make a mockery of the BLM movement? In addition to this, in case you missed it on Kanye West's Instagram page, he wrote this. Everyone knows that Black Lives Matter was a scam. Now it's over. You're welcome. That is the only response or the only thing that he has said. Okay. So I, 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 I absolutely agree with that. Black Lives Matter, the organization is a scam. And I don't know why the chick that ran, runs it is still allowed to be free. I don't know why she hasn't been indicted in court. I don't know why. It's like clearly plain as day that she committed fraud. You know, it's like she took money, charitable money. And because, you know, you're a charity, you're not allowed to have all of that money carry over. You have to spend all of that money by the end of the fiscal year. You have to do that. 
in order to remain a nonprofit. So yeah, yeah, I don't I don't know why she's not in court. She committed fraud. She thought the best way to spend spend the money was to buy mansions for personal use and then lie about it saying it's a commercial space when like really really in the history of nowhere no business that could afford an office space is choosing a freaking million dollar mansion to be their headquarters there's so many office buildings that you could have occupied there's so many commercial spaces that you could occupy as your it's like bro it's just like i I, whatever i'm not even trying to open that we already know there was some bullshit okay like nothing has been solved black lives matter the organization was a fucking scam okay two years later here we are Ain't shit changed. Black people, we still not respected. We there's been nothing established. There's been no new infrastructure established within the the economy for black people, uh socially for black people. Black Lives Matter like got hundreds of millions of dollars, amassed multi-millions in donations, and none of that shit got spent on anything. It got it all got used for her personal use. So, uh, yeah, no, absolutely. Fuck Black Lives Matter. I call them out on my song. But but Black Lives Matter, the mantra, the statement, that's that's undoubtedly, that's true. That is still, a sentiment still exists. And um, it's, <laughs> it's really interesting that um, Candace Owens and, and Ye doesn't understand exactly the frustration why uh, people are pissed, why two black people are effectively caping for white people and uh making that a mantra making that a statement and then profit and then for profit at that it's like it's gross it's, it just gross but let's keep going publicly about wearing the t-shirt and you obviously know if you're watching this where i stand on the black lives matter movement in fact i'm doing an entire documentary to expose the fraudulent nature of that movement and the organization that stood behind it and benefited billions and billions of dollars uh, because they elicited elicited black grief. Uh, They sold black people a concept of their oppression. They used poorer black Americans as a marketing firm for their organization. And where did that money go? Well, certainly not to black America. So I had this wonderful thing this morning, this wonderful experience, and I'll tell you why it was wonderful. I had breakfast with Ye um, at his hotel, and it was wonderful because it was one of those moments where I realized how far I've come from where I was. The first time that I ever came to Paris, ironically, I was having breakfast with a woman whose family I worked for, and she was so awful to me. And I'll never forget this moment because it almost ruined Paris for me. It was a a wealthy woman who told me as we sat in her hotel, which was the George Sank Hotel, she said, Candace, a girl like you shouldn't even be here. Look how expensive the omelet is that you're eating. Do you see how expensive it is? An omelet is $35. A girl like you can't afford this hotel or you you can't afford to stay here. And I remember I was so upset. 
uh, that when I left that breakfast, I was crying because I was so angry that anybody had spoken to me like that. And fast forward, I guess, more than 10 years now, and I am sitting at a hotel with having an omelet, by the way, uh, with Ye West. And we are discussing the internet, which we just broke over this t-shirt. And I just started jotting down some things that he was saying because he was actually giving an interview uh, to another magazine. And he said, I perform for an audience of one, and that's God. I love, I loved that statement. So I wrote it down. He also said, quote, utopia is possible for not who we are being led by. I'm going to say that again. Utopia is possible Yo, for not who ad. we are being led by. If you're finally looking to learn Yo, how to code such that ads. you can actually get a high paying job as a coder. Which, of course, leads me to think about Black Lives Matter again. And these people who claim to be leaders and knew that what they were doing was further dividing the masses. I mean, the whole idea here via the Black Lives Matter movement was to make sure that black people saw oppression and saw white supremacy surrounding them and convincing them that if they leaned into this narrative, that somehow their lives would be better. It was a mirage. Actually, that's a, a word. Well, I have to disagree there that it. No, again, we have to separate the movement from the organization. The organization was a bunch of manipulative uh, lesbians. Okay. <laughs> Okay, who could give care less of a fuck about black lives and black men? That's for a fact, right? So, yeah, the organization is completely fraudulent, but the movement, the sentiment, the mantra, it's 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 still matters, you know. And your life can improve from saying "Black Lives Matter," saying "Your Lives Matter." as a black person in america because it does instill pride in you at the end of the day because there's a lot of people a lot of black people a lot of young black people too who are not very prideful of being black there's there black pride is is still such a <clears throat> excuse me it's still such a like lost concept to the black community you know it's like like we're still it's like I, I like equate it to like a baby trying to learn how to walk it's such a lost concept it's like we're, we're trying to get ourselves up on our feet and and we're stumbling and we're keep just falling down and and and, and fumbling with this concept of black pride uh because we're so divided we're you know, there's so many things that are so divisive to the black community, you know, amongst ourselves. Fuck what white people are doing to us or what the, the white infrastructure that's, you know, inherently uh, socially biased and socially uh, prejudiced. You know, damn all that. We got so many internal issues and internal damage. I mean, we can't even come. We can't come together for shit. And, you know, just it's crazy. So. Yeah, that's. I just have to disagree with her on that, though. That Ye used during the breakfast, too. It was basically a mirage, right? This idea that somehow all we needed to do was burn down our own neighborhoods. All we needed to do was have our youth wearing a George Floyd T-shirt. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not trying to, like, stop 
that much but i'm also not trying to react to too much of this but okay i don't even know why she's saying that because majority okay but majority of that was not really black people okay some black people did participate but um yeah no there was a lot of white people i this is really interesting it's just so interesting to me how we are talking about or or she's saying that that we no 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 there was more than black people at those protests there's a lot of white people okay a lot of uh organizations like antifa we 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 know this it's it's it was fact we've seen it Yo, a lot of those break-ins to to uh, the neighborhoods and all that stuff, that was not mainly black people. That was a mixture of some black people and a whole lot of white people and a whole lot of other people too. You know, other ethnicities of people. We weren't the only ones out there fucking shit up, okay? So, yeah, like literally saw Jake Paul, bro, okay? Jake Paul, a YouTuber in the L.A., like um the LA protests or whatever. Yo, Jake Paul was literally caught in 4K. No, not even not even 4 not even fucking 4K. Jake Paul was caught in literal literal 10K Ultra HD like freaking VR, okay? Caught in a freaking mall, in the middle of a mall breaking into a fucking mall. How he's not in jail, I don't know. Because literally saw him on camera. Got him on camera. Yo, being a part of a mob. Fucking up a mall. Like. Yeah. So, I, I just. Why is that? It's not, it wasn't even really us like that, bro. All we needed to do was loot Target. Um, and loot these expensive stores. And somehow justice would be delivered. And of course it wasn't. There is a deep irony and a sad irony when you consider that wearing a T-shirt has led such a tremor throughout the world, right? A T-shirt that says white lives matter, which should be implied, right? White lives matter, black lives matter, Asian lives matter. It should be implied. Yet people are angry and they are being vicious online because they can't believe that we have the audacity to detract from the movement, which is a lie right? Black lives matter. If black lives matter, then some of these things that we have been talking about on this show, things I've been talking about throughout my entire political career would be getting attention, not the t-shirt, right? Not the t-shirt, but these actual statistics that matter. And here are just a few of them. 117,626 black children were killed by surgical abortion in the United States in 2018, right? Those are recent statistics. Just so we are clear, abortion in America has contributed to the greatest decline in black population since the first black slaves arrived. You will hear people often talk about um, lynching. This is like a new thing. They like to, they like neoliberalism. They could talk about lynching and they compare everything to lynchings. It's just like being lynched, 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 lynched. Well, for your reference, you should know that 4,467 people in the United States were victims of lynchings from 1883 to 1941. 
3,265 of those people were Black. And you keep talking about lynching as this horrific thing that's happened in the past, right? And yet when you say to people today that 20 million Black infants were aborted, they don't even blink an eye. They don't even bat an eyelash. That has nothing to do with, with, with white people. That, that has everything to do with a personal choice. I'm, I'm not political by any means, okay? That I, I'm not political. I don't claim, like, I'm not liberal. I'm not liberal. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican because I see people beyond this gang gang. Oh, I'm super Republican. Oh, I'm super Democratic. Like, I don't, I don't think people... People have become so obsessed with their fucking affiliations. It's just, it's ridiculous to me that we like, that we are willing to put ourselves in such boxes. And it's just like, people are so much nuanced in that. Like I have, depending on what's going on, I have Republican views um, or conservative views. And then depending on what uh, another thing that's happening, I'll have some liberal views you know it's we're so multifaceted and layered and complex people you know that's what a human being is we're so multi-layered i don't see how one person can literally sit here and say oh i subscribe to one ideology and that's it i think you're a fucking psychopath okay i think you have some major issues but you know that's what people love to do though they like to subscribe to extremism and saying that you only subscribe to one ideology and that's just your one way of thinking for everything in your life, that honestly says a lot about you. And just people just love extremism, you know? So, but yeah, no, no, like I'm pro choice, but I am pro choice. It's a woman's decision if she wants to have babies. And, you know, it, it, this is a very inconsiderate statement that she's making right now um this is a blanketed statement because you know statistics and this is what like a lot of people like to do is cite like statistics but your your statistical reference is bankrupt of context like all you see is the numbers is oh 20 million it's like okay but under what context? It strips away all the nuance of the reason why there was, the abortion was needed in the first place. You know, sexual, you know, from getting pregnant from sexual assault or, you know, having a kid too early or, or you know, a little, I mean, I'm saying somebody who's way too young to have a kid. You know, that happens. A lot of things happen. There's much more than just a straightforward black and white, like bland, like just cut and dry. Oh, this is how many babies have been aborted black that are black. It's like, okay, but where's the context? Where's the nuance? You know, this is, this is like, it just takes all consideration out. And uh, yeah, that's what I love. Like, an abor- abortion is a woman's choice. You don't know what that woman's choice is. Um, you don't know the reason why that abortion is needed. Um, and at the end of the day, it's a woman's body. 
if she feels the need that she doesn't feel like she has the the maturity or the maternal the maternal competence to be a mother at that very point in time that's her right you know and i just that's that's one thing i I don't agree with 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 uh the conservatives talking about a life is a life and it's just like okay that's cool but like y'all don't do shit to really help these babies it's like okay let's reverse it and all the 20 million babies or whatever that were aborted were all born yo a lot of them babies would either be a they would be in a financially um unstable situation most of them would be raised by a single parent actually a vast majority of them will probably end up in foster care and then foster care would be completely overran and oh you know how great foster care is that's a shitty that's shitty all right and you're talking about somebody who is a parent i'm a parent i got a kid i had a kid young i I had my son at 22 i'm 20 i'm 28 right now so i had my son at, at 22 going on 23 and yeah that was a tough choice to have him you know that was not an easy choice and it's not easy this parenting shit is not easy, but you know, I, I love how people who don't know people's situations financially or socially um, want to like to sit here and point the finger and say, you need to sit there and go through child, go to 15, 16, 18 hours, sometimes 20 hours of labor, have a kid and take care of them, even though there's nothing in place for y'all to really help these fucking girls take care of these kids or help young parents take care of these kids ain't shit in place everybody doesn't have a a family or who's financially in this position to have a kid you know and have it be a good transition and have that kid have everything that they need there's a lot of kids out here who barely making it with their parents because their parents ain't got shit but you know whatever just look at the the statistic you know fuck your life though that's that's kind of fuck your life have the kid I don't know, less than batting an eyelash. They tell those same black people that they need to be outraged when a Planned Parenthood clinic shuts down. 20 million. When you talk about people that are killed in the millions, when you talk about uh, the Jewish Holocaust, when you talk about the Rwandan Holocaust, people are, oh my gosh, oh my, this is horrible. Of course, because it is horrible. But for whatever reason, since we have convinced ourselves to genocide, our own offspring, nobody cares. Nobody cares. They don't bat eyelash. In fact, they tell you that it is your right. So think about that. 20 million black babies, and yet a t-shirt is what got attention last night. In 2012, more black babies were killed by abortion in New York City than were born. Imagine that, your abortion rate being higher than your live birth rate in a city. And they celebrate it. Do you remember notoriously? The governor lit up the city pink when they talked about expanding abortion rights, expanding the black genocide, light up the skyscrapers pink. It is a win. A win for who, though, is the question. A win for who? 79% of planned parenthood abortion facilities are located within walking distance of neighborhoods that have a higher proportion of Latina and black women. But that's not the only thing that's killing black America. Literally. 
It's very, it's very interesting. She, it's like the way she's shaping the narrative of her speech. She's making it seem like, yo, the only people that are having abortions are black people or just, or minorities. Um, like it's some purposeful agenda to eradicate black people. And it's just like, bro, there are so many white girls that have had abortions. There are some white girls that have had two abortions in their lifetime. There are so many white women that have abortions. It's, it's like, wh- why, why, why <laughs> is abortion is not focused on minorities. It's really not. It's really not. And I guess, I guess it's easy to kind of slant, right? To kind of slant and minimize everything kind of towards black Americans. Because what she's talking about is black Americans. All right. We're not the only black people on the planet. It's a lot of black people. There's, there's plenty of us all across the globe. There's black people in, in, in damn near every country. Okay. There's black people in Germany. There's black people in Russia. Not that many of them, okay? Um, shit, I didn't even know until the Ukraine war started. I didn't even know there were black people in Ukraine. Yo, there are so many black people across the globe. It's like, it. I don't know. It's 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 kind of it, it's kind of being woeful. It's it's kind of cursed. It's kind of like she's calling you to be like kind of willfully ignorant, you know? To the to oh, just just focus on your little bubble of. How many black babies have been aborted? Just ignore the fact that there's way there's millions upon millions of other black people across the globe. Just focus right here and 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 and, and be be mad about this statistic that completely doesn't even account for any kind of nuance of what is the purpose behind a lot of these abortions. But I guess you know. Again, fuck your life. Have the kid. Candace Owens ain't gonna take none. She ain't gonna take care of none of your kids. She ain't gonna be there at 3 a.m. in the morning to uh feed that baby when that baby wakes you up. Um yeah, Candace Owens ain't gonna be there at the kids' doctor's visits. Candace Owens isn't gonna going to uh pay for you know that kid's medical bills or that kid's clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Candace Owens is damn sure not going to come to your door with, uh, you know, three boxes of diapers. You know, Candace Owens not going to wipe your kid's ass nor teach them how to, you know, potty train. None of that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And for all my women that breastfeed or want to breastfeed, Candace Owens ain't going to be there to help you breastfeed. But, you know, she's saying, fuck your life. Have the kid, though. Eh, you know, whatever. Literally, we also know obesity is killing black America. I wish, you know what we should have done? We should have put a White Lives Matter t-shirt on Lizzo. Maybe we could have gotten a lot of attention about obesity and how it's actually killing black Americans. Obesity is the number one killer in America, okay? I know Black Lives Matter told you it was police shootings, right? And made you think that thousands of black men were dying at the hands of police. No, no, absolutely not. I think in the year um, 2020, was it nine 
Unarmed black men were killed by police, nine of them. But obesity is killing people at a very high rate, and black women have the highest rates of obesity. Here's the hit piece. Here we go, baby. They unearned. Yeah, skip all that. And of course, we sit at the top of it. Black women, 56.9% of us are classified as obese. We shouldn't talk about that. You know why? Because it didn't have a t-shirt on it that said white lives matter. Oh, man. Yeah, can't, I, I, I will say this, and, and we're going to pretty much like wrap it up off of this, you know, as far as Candace Owens. We're going to look we're going to look at Kanye's uh, interview that he's that they've been rolling out fucking Fox News has been rolling them terrible interviews out. But um, I'll say this. I respect Candace Owens because I truly believe in free speech. I don't believe in silencing anybody no matter how much you don't like what they're saying no matter how incorrect or, or a lack of contextual uh, conversation that it might have i respect candace owens because she's somebody who says how she feels and means what she says and you know i can respect that because there's a lot of people who talk a good game but ain't about shit so I can respect her on that front, but I also can understand why people don't like Candace Owens and why black, a lot of black people don't fuck with Candace Owens. And I completely understand it. Um, and I just, I just love how she keeps saying it's just a t-shirt. It's just a t-shirt. Wow. How are y'all so mad about a t-shirt? It's like Candace Owens, you knew exactly what the fuck you were doing when you put that shirt on and you took those pictures and you uh, posted it to the world, you knew what the fuck was going to happen. I, it's so, I just love how she's posturing like, oh, I can't believe you got, like, no, like, yo, Candace Owens, stop it. You, you knew exactly what the fuck you were doing. You wanted to pit, you, you wanted to piss black people off. So you put the shirt on and yeah, there you go. You know, um, but um this is the thing though it's really interesting how she's taking a position this and i'll say this in closing to this this uh candace owens uh segment at least i find it very interesting how she is completely dismissing and disregarding what exactly is the emotions and the triggering of the black community seeing two black people sporting a shirt that says white lives matter well it is the fact that you seeing you seeing two black people with platforms um wearing a shirt that's sporting that as a and making that a mantra it's like it's making the black community feel invalidated all over again it's it's a, it's a it's a it's beyond just, okay yeah you can minimize it and say oh it's just, it was just a shirt no 
No, you know exactly what it is. You know what you're doing. You know who's going to get a rise because at the end of the day, it completely triggers the fact that for years and still till this day that black people are invalidated. And the reason why people gravitated to Black Lives Matter, the movement, and unfortunately the the uh, organization that sports the uh, um the name black lives matter blm was a bunch of fucking uh lesbian coons that don't give a fuck about black people but it's the fact that people gravitated towards that towards that black people gravitated towards it because it this just those three letters black lives matter because for years it's kind of like an unspoken kind of like emotion feeling um that you feel as being a black person in america it's kind of like shit you kind of walk around feeling like damn my life really ain't worth that much that's kind of one of those unspoken like energies that exist amongst the black community and how we feel especially black men okay black men you really like just men in general you feel like shit my wife ain't worth that much people you know you always villainize demonize but black men you're black and then also you're a man so it's like double that you really feel like your life really ain't worth shit and you don't the world really makes you feel like you ain't shit as a black man and you know in america so it's kind of like we walk around feeling invalidated every day we don't feel validated you know it's like Anytime that we do get validated, it's kind of like crumbs or it's kind of like something to pacify us and kind of just make us shut up because we're mad. And, you know, it's like, you know, white America is like, OK, all right, we're going to give you a little play. We're going to give you a little time to speak, make yourself feel important and then go back to shutting the fuck up because we really don't care about your issues for real. So it's kind of like it's kind of like that. You know, it's kind of like that. That's how you kind of feel as a black person in America. You feel invalidated. And so Black Lives Matter, that's validating. And seeing two black people, again, who are prominent in their communities and, you know, are representatives of melanated people, um, whether you like it or not or want to be or not. Yeah, it's just it's just like seeing that. It's almost kind of like purposely trying to invalidate the fact that black lives matter it's kind of like when um the same time when black lives matter was going on and then people were talking about all lives matter and then here comes uh fucking blue lives matter for police officers and then everybody's making a fucking oh this lives matter and it's just like yo shut the fuck up can we can we fucking have our moment Anytime black people were trying to fucking have this have the stage to fucking try to say some shit and be heard, but then here comes everybody else with their shit, not letting us be heard. And then we're invalidated all over again. And then thus nothing fucking gets fixed because black people are not being heard once again. So 
it's just contributing to the cycle of invalidation, Candace Parker. That's why people are triggered. But you knew that, though. You're not stupid. You're not a stupid woman. You're a smart woman. You're pretty smart. Very articulate. You're very intelligent. I know what the fuck you're doing. I see what you're doing. You know what you're doing. But, um, yeah, 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 you know. It, like, again, like I said, we weren't going to react to too much of this, though. Ten minutes is good enough. Um, seems like she was really getting in her bag, you feel me? But um Yeah, that's all I really gotta say about Ken Candace Owens. Again, much respect to her because again, hey, it takes a lot of uh takes a lot of courage, it takes a lot of balls, okay? It takes a lot of uh a lot of whole lot of something to uh speak your uh opinion in the face of people. Um so Again, much respect to her as a person. Um, but I mean, beyond that, though, I, can't, I don't really care for Candace Owens. You know, uh, beyond that, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I only listen. I don't see her. I don't pay attention to her, you know, that much. I, I really felt like I think I. Okay. But uh, yeah, we're about to look at Kanye, man. Fox News has just been loving. What is the real story? Fox News has been loving. Ah, shit. Wait, gotta go back. But Fox News has been loving the attention that, uh, okay, now, okay, this is just, this is, this is all over the place. Holy, what is this thing doing? My God, sorry, guys. Yeah. But uh, what I was about to say, though, yeah, Fox News. Fox News has been eating it up, man. They've been loving the attention because they know they're full of shit. And here comes Kanye West to uh, get our clicks up. <laughs> Shout out to Kanye West. They needed something because, you know, Trump. Trump, that died down because they was on Trump. That was Trump. It was a Trump fest. Trump was doing it for them. Trump left office. Fox ain't had shit to talk about. None of these news networks had nothing to talk about. Nobody cared about them no more. Nobody tuned into them no more. Oh, but here comes here comes Kanye. Here we go. They're about to exploit this black man for these clicks. Feel me? But here we go. Carlson, tonight, Kanye West, now known as Ye, is one of the best-selling musical artists in the world. He's also, in recent years, become a celebrated and very highly paid fashion designer. And of course, for a decade, he was well-known to TV audiences as an in-law of the Kardashian family. But it's West's latest incarnation as a kind of Christian evangelist that brought us to his office in Los Angeles today for the interview you're about to see. Days ago, during Fashion Week in Paris, West, accompanied by his friend Candace Owens, unveiled a T-shirt that read simply, White Lives Matter. The response from the fashion industry and international media was instantaneous and uniform. Shock, horror, rage. There is no excuse for this, thundered the New York Times. West is legitimizing extremism, shrieked Rolling Stone, etc., etc. What was strikingly missing from the coverage, however, was any explanation for why West did this. What was the t-shirt about? No one seemed to think to ask him, much less to listen to what he had to say. Instead, the enemies of his ideas dismissed West, as they have for years, as mentally ill. Too crazy to take seriously. Look away! Ignore him! He's a mental patient. There's nothing to see here. But is West crazy? 
You can judge for yourself as you watch what we're about to show you. He has his own ideas, we can say that. Creative people tend to. That's why they're artists, not actuaries. His freeform social media posts give the impression of a man channeling his rawest emotions right onto Instagram. The effect can be jarring and is often used as ammunition against him in the battle for influence over the minds of America's young people. And that battle is intense. But crazy? That was not our conclusion. Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut, shut the, shut up. Shut up, Fox News. Shut the fuck up. That's, that's not what we feel about him. Oh, you guys don't give a fuck about black men and our concerns and us voicing how we feel. Oh, get the fuck out of here, y'all. It's like, I just love how they are pretending like they give a fuck about Kanye and what he has to say. Bro, y'all just using this black, black man and his <laughs> unique way of thinking for clicks, for views, for people to ch channel in to the dysfunction that is Kanye West. That's what y'all like. Get the fuck out of here, man. Y'all, y'all using y'all using this black man for y'all fucking entertainment. That's it. That's the only time white America gives a fuck about black men and what we got to say when it feeds into y'all pockets. This money, this a money, and it's all about money. Of course, we don't we don't think anything bad about Kanye. We actually trying to understand Kanye. Because it puts money in our pocket. So let's go talk to this nigga. So he can say some wild shit. Something scary. We know. We know Kanye. Oh yeah, we know Ye. He got them quotables. Fuck out of here, man. It made me fucking sick. Fuck Fox News. In fact, we've rarely heard a man speak so honestly and so movingly about what he believes. But again, you can judge for yourself. Here it is. You won't believe it. You don't have to work hard to learn a new language. Really? Yeah. The only thing you need to do is to watch. I uh, hate these ads. So you just came from Paris Fashion Week. You just landed. And yeah. the lanyard's still on from it. And there's a photograph on it. What is that? It's a photograph of a baby's ultrasound. Why is that? And that you designed that? Yes. Why? What does that mean? Uh, it just represents life. I'm pro-life. Boy, so you wear it on a badge. What, what kind of response do you get? And, and good, amen, I agree. I don't care about people's responses. I care about the fact that there's more black babies being aborted than born in New York City at this point. That 50% of black death in America is abortion. So I really don't care about people's responses. I perform for an audience of one, and that's God. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm starting to see why they want to make you be quiet. Um, how, when did you start to feel this way? When did you start to realize this? I, I really felt like, I think I started to really feel this need to express myself on another level when Trump was running for office and I liked him. Yes. And every single person in Hollywood, from my ex-wife to my mother-in-law to my manager at that time to 
you know, my, my so-called friends slash handlers around me told me, like, if I said that I like Trump, that my career would be over, that my life would be over. Uh, they said stuff like people get killed for wearing a hat like that. They threatened my life. They put my life. They basically said that I would be killed uh, for uh, wearing the hat. I had. Well, metaphorically, Kanye. You did get killed. That that's that that's what happened. That happened. I don't know if he remembers, but the backlash was so bad. Okay. The backlash was so bad for Kanye. He apologized. And then thus then this is when we got Kanye reborn, the uh newfound Christian, newborn again Christian Kanye. That's what happened. I hope he remembers that. So he did get killed, metaphorically speaking. Um, nobody, nobody, fuck, nobody killed Kanye. Kanye's too rich. You know how much it would have taken to, to to get to Kanye. It ain't like Kanye is not an easy dude to access. I promise you that. So that's ridiculous. But yeah, Kanye again, and we said it earlier. Kanye popping up with the make a great make america great again hat and you know talking you know buddying up with uh trump it wasn't a good look man you know uh because uh trump was mad disrespectful in a lot of ways entertaining yo trump was funny <laughs> okay I, I that's what i was saying entertaining but disres disrespectful okay trump ain't give a fuck about black people and that's another, that's why I was pissed. Because we know that Trump doesn't give a damn about black people. You know, he's a businessman. Trump really don't give a fuck about nobody. Especially black people. So, you know, but, um, yeah, let's see, let's see what else you got to say. I had a, uh, someone called me last night and said anybody wearing a White Lives Matter shirt is going to be greenlit. And that means that they're going to beat them up if they wear it. And I'm like... You know, okay, green light me then. <laughs> you know, you know, God builds warriors in a different way. I don't know if it's because of me being a born in Atlanta and growing up on the south side of Chicago that, you know, he made me for such a such a time like this. It's like with David, you know, he tended to the sheep, but while he was out there, he had to fight all kinds of animals. So when it was time for Goliath to come, he thought because he was a sheep herder that he didn't have the skill set to take down Goliath. And the thing that I have is the position. I have my heart. But the number one thing is we have God on our side. And for the people, even if you don't believe in God, God believes in you. So you made reference to the White Lives Matter t-shirt, mm -hmm. which you brought out at Paris Fashion Week. Yeah. Why, why did you do that and what did it mean? You know, I did, I do certain things from a feeling. I like, I just, I just channel the energy. It just feels right. It's using a gut instinct, a connection with God. And honestly, can we really be surprised though that Kanye would pop up with a White Lives Matter shirt? <clears throat> Here's the thing. Here's the, here's, the, here's the thing about Kanye, man. This is the thing. Has Kanye ever, ever 
in the last decade, okay, we're, we're talking about new Kanye, okay, we're talking about the Kanye that we've known for the last past decade, not 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 two thousand oh three Kanye, all right, we're excluding him, okay, he doesn't live here anymore. This is we're talking about, yay of the present. Has Kanye ever ever like? besides out besides making outside of making like rap music and stuff has Kanye ever really displayed that he truly loves black people I'm just I, I and again I'm just I'm I'm prefacing the question I'm just saying I'm just being the don't shoot the messenger because in the past decade I mean you know he was he was running around with Amber Rose you know a white woman with a fat ass, but a white woman, okay, and then he leaves Amber Rose and then starts dating and marries Kim Kardashian, who's a, a non-black woman, has a bunch of biracial babies with her, right? And then after her, more white, more white or white adjacent, or just non-black women, period. I mean, I'm just saying, nothing screams pro-black to me about Kanye in the past decade. Maybe at one point, you know, when his mother was alive, God rest her soul, Miss Donda West. But I just, what has really been pro-black about Kanye of the last decade, even with his music, you know, Kanye left hip hop a long time ago and, and he became pop a lot. Like Kanye became pop. Like, like my dark twisted fantasy, uh, 808s and heartbreaks. Like that was, those were pop records, you know? And then more so after that, a lot of his music was geared more towards for the white demographic, not so much for black, even though he had the black demographic, of course, because his first three albums were straight hip hop, you know, but then he made that transition. So even in his music, it got more effectively palatable for white people, you know, white people love Kanye. That's a fact. White people show up. That's who shows up to his shows. That's who buy a lot of his merch White people love Kanye West. I mean, you don't become top five all-time best-selling artists, okay? You don't get on that list unless you are very palatable to white people. Follow me, right? So, as much as Kanye's inspired me, as much as he's inspired my sound, my music, me as an as a, uh, aspiring artist, not much in the last decade screams pro-black to me about Kanye. Um, Kanye hasn't done anything for black people in the last decade. What has he really done? A lot of what he's done has been very self-serving. Um, outside of self-serving himself, I haven't seen anything, him doing anything for the black community, being really for black people. He ain't really... He's not really doing anything. It hasn't done anything. Um, so 
yeah it's just that's that's kind of like just me as i wouldn't say a former fan but as somebody who truly was a fan growing up like kanye middle school like 808s and heartbreaks my dark twisted fantasy okay like that's when i was in coming of age time 13 14 it was kanye for me you know um so like yeah man you know it's just me being objectively honest about it you know it hurts a little bit because you know this i've seen kanye in such a light but it's just me being honest and coming with the 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 revelation that kanye has has left the black community a very long time ago i think we're just now really starting to realize it um but yeah you know facts is in the pudding we're gonna listen to this a little bit more and then we're gonna just move on because we, we kind of dragged this segment on for a while just brilliance you know like as if you asked like tanya harding how she did the the triple flip or the triple spin yeah. she was in so much practice that when it was time for her to skate in a in a comp in competitive format it just happened like it happened outside of practice it happened in the real format and that's what hap that's what's happening is god is like preparing us for the real for the real battles and we are we are in a battle with the media like the majority of the media has a, a godless agenda and the jokes are not working. This whole like, oh, yeah, he's crazy and all these things, they don't work because the media has, you know, they've also watched travesties happen, just even specifically to me, and just watch it and act like it wasn't happening. And they stay quiet about it. Uh, what have they, so, what have they what, I want to answer the, the white, yeah. I, I feel like someone, caught what I was saying, the comparison of Tanya Harden about the, the White Lives Matter. You know, my dad is an educated um, ex-Black Panther, and he put a text to me today, he said, White Lives Matter, ha, 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 ha. And I said, I thought the shirt was a funny shirt. I thought the idea of me wearing it was funny. And I said, Dad, what do you think it was funny? He said, just, just a Black man stating the obvious. And, you know, my dad doesn't listen to rap music and he's like super educated. We, we opened up a water distribution center in the Dominican Republic together. He's like the original Steve Jobs. Now, understanding, understanding exactly what that, that little portion that he said that, um, oh, yeah, but his dad talking to his dad oh it's just funny because imagine a black man stating the obvious and it's kind of like in theory yeah yeah it's um i can kind of understand that i can understand that i can i can get with that yeah i can see how you know the nuance of it but but in practicality does that make sense in it actually being a real thing um yeah no man it, it kind of 
kind of doesn't work, you know, practically. Obviously, um, you know, with the with the reaction, um, it's kind of it's it's really funny because he thinks it's funny, or you know that oh yeah, it's uh look at this kind of like satire, like this is this this whole clothing thing is a satire, right? Okay, if it was satire, why it's it's so much things around it that's like taking it from that. I would understand, okay, you're saying it's satire. This is Kanye trying to give us context, right? But I mean, bro, you're you're making shirts multiple. Now, if you made a one of one, that's different. If you was just a Kanye thing and you just came out and it's like, "Oh, why lies matter?" <laughs> you know, like, "Oh god, it's a, it's a joke, guys. I'm I'm being funny or whatever." It's like, "Okay, that's different. That's different. But the fact that you're mass producing it to be sold for people to purchase it to make profit and have people walk around with a shirt that says white lives matter on it. Um, yeah, man, it just, it just doesn't, just doesn't look good. It just does not look good. Um, at the end of the day, I, I'm just kind of just trying to be a devil's advocate, if you will. Kind of just commentating on, you know, generally what people I hear say, how they feel about things. Personally, for me, personally, for Jay Versus, I don't give a fuck about this shirt. I don't really care. I don't care about what Kanye does. Because what Kanye does does not affect my life as whatsoever. If this nigga wants to make a White Lives Matter shirt, by all means, I don't give a fuck. Because that doesn't affect me as whatsoever. And plus, on top of that, I think it also kind of brings up the, 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 the topic of discussion is that more so, I think this says what a lot of people need to do, which is stop looking at these entertainers to lead you or give you some type of insight of what you need to be. Stop inflating their importance to your life. Like, yes, they provide you entertainment. Yes, they provide us uh, with moments, epic moments. That's great. And I'm not saying they should not be important. But to the point to where you think that they're a leader of, of, of what you should do or you're looking for their example to or for them to represent what you feel or what you think is completely misguided and it shouldn't be the case. Kanye's going to do what Kanye does. Just like this nigga changed his whole name to two letters. Yay. Okay. That Kanye's going to, he, yo, he, he going to do what he want to do. You know what I'm saying? He's going to do what he's going to do. And whether you think that it's right or wrong, I mean, it is what it is. You know, that's kind of what, I, how I treat Kanye. I don't care what he does. I've completely had, I'm so focused on what I got going on and what I want to instill into the black community with my own efforts. I'm not expecting that shit from Kanye. Kanye can do whatever he wants to do with his money. He can do whatever. It's, it's kind of like expecting Jeff Bezos to like 
in 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 homelessness in america even though with like a small portion of his fucking fortune you can't damn sure in homelessness <laughs> he can literally clean up la by himself just with a snap of a finger no problem just like how fucking uh elon musk bought twitter it's like but you can't i just expecting individuals to represent what you want and be mad when they don't when they don't do what you feel like they need you would you need them to do it 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 just doesn't make any sense because these people are individuals at the end of the day they're going to do what they want to do it should not impact your life that much so with all that being said yeah is it problematic yes but that's Kanye. He's been problematic. He's been problematic for a very long time, you know, and in his mind, he thinks he's doing the right thing in his mind. He feels like he's, he's making statements for black people who feel like he's doing the right thing, you know, but at the end of the day, whether he feels like it's right or he's doing what he th- like, that doesn't affect my life is, is at the end of the day. That's what I'm saying. So, and I feel like the more people detach themselves from these that detach representation for yourself as a person and your ideals and detach your ideals from these celebrities, I think you'll be better off. You know, at least that, at least that's what's worked for me. I don't give a fuck what these celebrities do. You know, they don't, my, my expectations are not attached to them. My, my ideals are not attached to them. Okay. My ideals are on my own, my own to exact into the world, you know? But anyway, though, um, yeah, though, man, uh, shoot, where we at with it? We had an hour and a half on this podcast, man. I did. Goddamn. I did wanted to talk about Draymond punching Jordan Poole in the face or not even punching, like rocket launching his fist into Jordan Poole's jaw. Okay, I wanted to talk about that. But we are way over the time. Like if I feel like I feel like I feel like if we went any longer, this this would absolutely go and spill over into damn near two hours. And and I'm not trying to do that. But yeah, man. I mean, and plus people have talked about it into the ground. Yo, Draymond Green punched the shit out of Jordan Poole. And um, as not entertaining, but as shocking as it is, um, shit, man. Um, yeah, you don't ever want to see that amongst teammates, man. You don't ever want to see that amongst teammates. You don't ever want to... Because fights happens. I, I play basketball or anybody who's played sports, you know, if you played on organized sports on a team, um, no different than your brothers at home or your sisters, a family. When you are so close knit and you're around people all the time, every day, you're going to get into fights and sometimes they're going to be physical. I don't know how many times I fought my cousins. I mean, I literally put my cousin through a glass table one time. That happened. So, you know, it, it's, it happens, you know. But that doesn't 
mean I condone it doesn't make it any less polarizing um I hope they make up I hope they work it out um but I mean real talk though I'm not gonna lie I, I'll be lying to y'all if I was if I was Jordan Poole I would definitely be trying to get my lick back I'll be trying to get my lick oh boy I'll be trying to get my lick back it's like oh Jaymon oh boy you better be walking with one ear open you better not cup two headphones you better have one like this all right you better have one earbud out play i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna get my leg back bro i'm gonna try to fuck i'm gonna try to sneak that nigga because man damn like you flatline me but it's crazy how the video like the video made it to the internet though like somebody leaked that in their organization and I would I would in fact emphatically fire the shit out of my entire social media staff, uh, video staff, whoever, anybody that handles cameras. Yo, you are fired. All right. And I'm bringing in all new people because what the f how did that get to TMZ? Yo, I wonder how much money did the TMZ pay for that? That's crazy. There's no right. There's no excuse for TMZ to get their hands on that but damn what's going on in the nba man people leak you know, like organizations leaking fights to get paid by tmz uh the ma uh udoka situation you know freaking boston like they're in their weird ass handling uh of that situation like suspending this man for a year but the the chick that he was sleeping with doesn't get suspended neither. It was it's crazy, man. It's crazy. What the fuck going on in the NBA? But anyway, though, that's it for this episode. You guys, I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, man, it's episode nine. And uh, yeah, man, okay, we're going to keep it pushing. Uh, thank you for everybody that has tuned in on the audio. And shout out to everybody that had watched on the video. Um, yeah, man. But until next time, I'm going to go ahead and uh, be out. Thank you for watching Versus Unlimited. Be out.